On today's Court Vision, I have on Steven Sprayregan. He is a former Division One basketball player of Washington State University, and he is an aspiring professional head basketball coach. Awesome interview with Steven. I really had a lot of fun talking to him and talking about his career. Uh, this will be the whole episode today. Let's go. Too Today is Friday, September 27th, and I have on a very special guest, and now I would consider a good friend, Stephen Spray-Reagan. Stephen and I talk about his basketball career at the Washington State University and his journey to get there, along with his career afterwards. This is a great interview with Stephen. I really enjoyed it. Um, Hopefully, Stephen and I are planning something to get together where I'm going to fly out to Seattle to go see him and hang out with him and do a live uh, podcast with him. It should be really fun, but here is the interview with Stephen. I hope you guys enjoy. Court Vision, we welcome down Stephen Spray-Reagan. He's a former Division One athlete, and he is aspiring NBA head coach. Stephen, how's it going? Going good, going good. How you doing? I'm doing great. Thank you so much for coming on, and thank you for making time to come on to the show. I, I appreciate it very much. Absolutely. I'm, I'm super happy to be on it. Yeah, I'm excited to hear about your basketball career. I read up about you, and, you know, it sounds like you have a pretty good journey. Yeah, absolutely. It's been, it's been, a, it's had its ups and downs, but uh, I'm happy where I'm at right now, so. That's awesome. Well, all right, well, let's get into it. Um, so, yes. first, first question is, when did you know basketball was your sport? Uh, ever since I kind of remember I always liked basketball I used to that's all I used to watch my my mom used to always joke with her friends like all we watch is basketball at home and uh kind of from a young age I just took off with it uh my brother played basketball and kind of my whole family liked watching basketball so it was something that I just loved to do all the time I love to watch it I love to read about it watch highlights just kind of everything about basketball is uh turned into a love for me so ever since I can remember. That's that's awesome. And did you have a favorite player growing up? Did someone that you idolized the most? Uh, definitely Kobe Bryant. Um, I just – I loved everything about it, just his demeanor, uh, how hard he worked, and just kind of how he went in every day and uh, just went, went and kill everyone and destroy everyone and kind of be the best player. Yeah, he had that uh, – yeah, he had that killer mentality of – he reminded me a lot. I mean, I grew up a little bit of the time with Jordan, so I caught more of Jordan in his 96 career, but he reminded me a lot of uh, of Jordan. Yeah, definitely, definitely. I know they a lot of people. I've had a lot of arguments comparing who's better, Kobe or Jordan. Uh, so definitely see that. <laughs> that's, that's, that's a first because it's usually LeBron or Jordan, but, you know, there's always – I feel like you got to always throw Kobe in the mix on that one. Right, right, you have to. <laughs> Yeah. Uh, so you, so what was your high school career like? You played at um, Nathan Hale High High School. Um, mm-hmm. You know, you averaged, I was a 17 year senior game, senior year? Yep. Yep. And 17. Well, yeah, 17 again. Around 17. So what was it like playing at, you know, a high school level? What's, you're from Seattle, so what's like the competition like out there? Uh, so the league I played in uh, has like, some of the top high school teams in the in the country, Rainier Beach, uh, O'Day, Franklin, uh, kind of schools that like develop NBA players 
every single year almost. So kind of growing up in Seattle and playing in that league, like I got exposed to kind of the top basketball in the world. Played against guys that are in the NBA right now. Played against DeJounte Murray, uh, different guys like that. So uh, it was kind of – it was really cool playing against those guys and it kind of made me grind a little harder, made me – work out more just because I wasn't kind of that well-known player growing up I was under the radar sleeper nobody really recruited me like that um, out of high school so uh, it was it, it was it was a fun time uh, my high school wasn't very good we're kind of mediocre in our league uh, I did score a lot of points but just because there was so many teams like Rainier Beach and O'Day and Franklin and all those teams that had all these like division one players four-star five-star recruits uh, it kind of got overlooked and uh so but uh on the on the good note is I always got to play against really good competition and uh all the great players that come out of Seattle that's awesome so that must have helped like like you said it build up your mentality and you know made you want to work harder and play harder and so did you play in any AAU teams yeah I played I played all over growing up um uh, one of my coaches, Stacy Scott, uh, when I was kind of like seventh, eighth grade, uh, I started training with him, and then uh, I kind of stuck with him. And then a guy named Kelly Edwards took over his program, changed it to Local Hoops Training Academy, um, and it was it was really small when I was playing. It was just starting up. Uh, it's a lot bigger now, a lot more athletes in it now. But I was just kind of uh, kind of like. Not that I owed them, but I just I trusted them, so I stayed with them because I trusted them. I trusted that uh, they had my best interest and they were going to help me kind of get to where I want to be. I didn't want to be on an AU team where it's just a bunch of great players, and uh, I, I wouldn't really develop. My whole thing was just develop and get as much playing time as I can and kind of uh, improve my game each summer. Nice, yeah. So, Local hoops, local hoops training academy was kind of was the main one I played for. That's awesome. So then it helped you get some exposure. And what was your recruiting like? You know, process like? And it's nice that you stayed with guys like that that had your best interests as well too. Yeah. So out of high school, it was honestly really slow. Uh, I went. I, it was a bunch of D two schools. So I went up to Western Central uh, and kind of just like took a little visit, played in open gyms with them. It wasn't nothing crazy. Uh, I was supposed to go to a junior college in Alabama, uh, but that kind of fell through just the location and all that. And then uh, I ended up talking to a Brock Beltry at Skagit Valley College and uh, went up there, kind of liked the campus, liked what he was talking about. And uh, there was a lot of good talent going there. There's some D1 bounce backs and players that were kind of going to schools from there. So uh, that was a school that I kind of felt comfortable going to. I uh, trusted what the coach was saying and how he was going to help me. So uh, I decided to go there um, to kind of just get a little stronger, get a little bigger, improve my game. I was kind of skinny, scrawny kid uh, coming out of high school. So uh, I could shoot it a little bit, but my game wasn't as developed as I wanted it to be. So I thought the two years of junior college would help me out a lot. And what was your time like there? Like how, did, how, how much – like how much did you develop? How much did you feel you got out of it? I also saw that you were, you also made it, you were a captain too at your second year there, which is a great compliment in any, any regards. Right. Right. It was, it was a grind. Honestly, the junior college life is, uh, it's a grind. Um, 
it was kind of in the middle of nowhere. It was in Mount Vernon, Washington. Um, so, like, n there wasn't a lot of stuff to do besides really play basketball there. A school was small. Um, there wasn't really anything to do outside of school or basketball. Like, there wasn't any, like, parties. There wasn't any, just anything to kind of keep you busy. There's a couple restaurants, a bowling alley, a mall. Um, that's about it. So, it's kind of, it, it made sure that I stayed in the gym, stayed out of trouble, um, and kind of, got to got to develop my game throughout just just kind of being in the gym so much and and all that but um on the plus side I met some of my best friends over there some guys that I keep in touch with to this day and I felt like it just it really helped me uh to where I am today because I got to experience kind of what it's like to go to a school like that and then what it's like going to a big power five school I kind of got to see both worlds that's awesome. That's that's those experiences definitely uh you know change your life for sure, and that's great that you were able to make some good friends and over there. So now we're hopping into you. What made you decide to go to Washington State University? Uh, so it was kind of coming out of Skagit Valley. I didn't really want to go to a small school. Uh, saw some of my friends go to bigger schools, you know, and kind of the fun they were having and. I was talking to some schools, uh, a couple schools in Canada, uh, school in Hawaii, um, some other schools like that. But I kind of wanted to just bet on myself and uh, just go to Washington State. And if it worked out, it worked out. If it didn't, um, I would go from there. But I pretty much just bet on myself. And uh, growing up a Husky, it was kind of it was kind of <laughs> hard. But uh, I mean, it was it was cool that it was kind of a state school it was close to home but not too close so I kind of just decided to go there just bet on myself bet on my the work I put in and uh, it ended up paying off so I'm glad I did that that's awesome so how much work did you so how much training and how much work did you put into before you tried out um, for Washington State I put in a lot of work I remember uh, I was training with a guy by the name of Tim Manson. He was my strength trainer and he kind of, he trains all the, all the big time players in Seattle. He's one of, he's a big name out here. Um, and I remember telling him right when the summer started, I was going to try to, I was going to go to Washington state. I wanted to walk on and he was like, let's work. So I, uh, I put in three, four days a week with him for an hour and a half, just strength work, just trying to get my body right and all that. And then, I just kind of lived in the gym. If I wasn't hanging out with friends, if I wasn't kind of going to the beach and relaxing out in the sun, I was putting in work uh, in the mornings. I was going, running the track with my dad. Uh, he was putting me through a little little field workout, and then I would go shoot for about an hour, and then do the strength workout. Then I would try to find like a five-on-five run and then do kind of skill development stuff by myself and with a couple other guys that uh, I trained with. I would just – just kind of just want to put in the hours just until I was just dead, just just until I was happy with how that day went and felt like I really improved. So I put in, there was days I was in the gym doing something like five, six hours. Some days were two hours. Just kind of, just kind of just try to outwork, but do it smart. I didn't want to burn myself out or injure myself. I just wanted to kind of be the best player that I could be. Yeah, no, that's, that's awesome. And, and then, so you, so how was your – like, how many days was the tryout in Washington State, and, like, how did you find out that you made the team? So, at first, I kind of – I was talking to the coaches. Um, they kind of knew a little bit about me, and uh, Ernie Kent 
uh, just kind of gave me the opportunity to work out with some of the guys. There's some incoming freshmen. Uh, a couple of them were some JUCO guys. So there's three other guys, and it was with assistant coach Sylvie Dominguez. And we uh, we kind of just worked out for like – it was like a three-hour workout. It was, it was super long. It was super draining. I did not expect it. Um, I, I was – was in there with them, kind of starstruck, like, dang, like, I'm in here with some, with some D1 players, but I held my own. I did really well. It was kind of, we did stuff that I worked on all summer, so it was just kind of getting in there, making shots, dribbling. We played some two-on-two, some one-on-one that I did well in, and then, uh, so that ended, and then uh, that was on Saturday, um, so Saturday went by, Sunday went by, Monday, I get a text from the coach, can you be at my office at 3.30? Um, I said absolutely, obviously, and then kind of walked into the office, uh, talked with the coaches, and they were kind of like, uh, "We like what you brought, um, and then we're gonna we're gonna bring you on for uh, like workouts and all this stuff, and just make sure like you're the right fit, uh, make sure you can handle this at school and stuff." Uh, so I was kind of doing everything with the team for about a week and a half. Um, it was tough too because I didn't know anybody on the team really at this time. It was kind of I was on my own. I was just trying to figure stuff out uh, on the on the spot. Um, didn't have my name on my locker room or anything, so uh, it was it was it was a grind. So I just kind of went in every day and worked my butt off. And then I remember one day I got a text from the director of basketball operations, Tim Marion. Uh, he was like, "What number? What number do you want?" Um, and I kind of I gave him my number, and then I remember sending a screenshot of that to my brother and be like, "Yo, like." Does this mean I'm on the team for sure? And he was like, has the coach said anything to you? And I was like, nah, nothing. And then I remember we were sitting in a meeting in the locker room about an hour after that. Uh, and then he just announced that I made the team and uh, everyone was pretty happy. I was holding in tears and couldn't wait to text my mom. And then right after that, we just started practice. So it was like, I had to practice right after that, just super excited nobody knew except the t- my teammates and my coaches um that I was a part of the team and uh I remember after that I just I just left I left the gym walked walked to my apartment over there and literally called every single person that played a role in me in me getting there um started with my family and then my coaches and stuff like that and it, it was just it was just crazy I just thinking about it right now, it was, it was super crazy. So. God, I, I can imagine that must be overwhelming, yeah. emo- overwhelming emotion. Like especially after I have to go to practice, like I would, I would be like still crying in practice and think about it. <laughs> right, right. I couldn't even, I couldn't even like, I didn't even want to text them there because I was just, I was too excited. Like the whole practice, I was just thinking, I was like, I want to tell my mom, my dad, my brother, like, like I just want to let them know and. After practice, I let them all know, and it was just—it was just crazy. It was so exciting and such a great experience. That's that's awesome, man. I mean, that's good for you too because you definitely worked your butt off to get to where you wanted to be and you know achieve a dream of yours. I mean, it wasn't Washington Huskies, but it's it's, it's Division One, it's Washington State, you know. Right, right. I mean, if I if I could if I could do it again, I would I would pick Washington State again, and I'm I'm thankful that I'm a Coug and kind of all the relationships that I've made and uh, that experience that I had at, in Pullman, it was, it was the best time of my life. So uh, if I could pick it again, I would definitely go to Washington State again. 
That's awesome. Um, well, you know, what was your time like, you know, as a junior, um, being part of the team? You know, do you have like a favorite moment that junior season of like just being there? I know I saw that you played in nine games, um, mm-hmm. played, played against some teams. Like, is there any moment that sticks out to you that junior year that you were on that team that like, this was, this is awesome or like, you know, I'm a part yeah. of this? Yeah. So, I mean, at first I was redshirting. Um, so I was going to kind of spend a year like train, like getting bigger, adding some more weight, kind of just getting ready for the D1 game. Um, and then like, kind of halfway during the season, I remember a couple guys got injured, a couple guys got sick, a kid got kicked off the team. And during this time, we're on our way to Kansas. We have a game at, I forgot where it was, but it was against Kansas State. And it was at like the Basketball Hall of Fame in Kansas. Um, and kid gets kicked off right before the trip of the team. He gets sent home. And I remember in the airport, Ernie Kent told me he was like, he was like, yo, uh, there was also like four other scholarship, three other scholarship players registering at the time. And Ernie like calls me over and he said, um, you've been doing super good pretty much. Uh, we, you said you want to help the team. Um, and we kind of, we're going to take away your red shirt because uh, we need you to play. And we feel that you're ready to go. We feel that you'll help the team. Um, so, I mean, I couldn't say no. Yeah. Um, I said, I said, absolutely. Um, I'm, I'm with it. Like, if you've got to play me, play me, I'll be ready to go. Um, so fast forward, we get to Kansas State. This game is, this is the biggest arena I've ever played in. The game is sold out. Just Kansas State fans. There was like a few Washington State fans. Uh, one of my teammates, Josh Hawkinson, his family was there, uh, Nels and Nancy. Um, they were there. So, like, there was just a few people wearing red. Everybody else was purple, just fans going crazy. And first half, we're down by, like, four or six points. Um, and there's a timeout. And I think somebody's in foul trouble. We're playing a 2-3 zone. And Coach Kent looks at me, and he's like, can you run the four in the 2-3 zone? And I said, yeah, um, I can run the four. I kind of – I knew all the positions, just uh, – just spending so much time like doing it as, as a red shirt, I kind of learned everything. And he's yeah. like, okay, check in. And like, just right away, my heart dropped. Just like, my body got weak. Like, it was crazy. So I went, ran, and checked in, took off my warm up. And I remember I was sitting on the chair and like my body was just shaking. Like, I couldn't feel my legs. Like, it was just, it was crazy. <laughs> and I remember one of our trainers was like, yo, are you good? Like, and I was like, I didn't even say anything. I was just, I was just shaking and, I was really scared. Like, I was just nervous. Like, it was the first time I was going to play in a Division One game. It was like a dream. It was a dream, something I dreamed of since I was a kid. Uh, national TV, family watching. I checked in, I remember. Um, in the first few minutes, I was super nervous. And then, like, after a minute, I was like, dang, this is, this is kind of what I dreamed of forever. Like, hear fans just spray Reagan, spray Reagan, like, you suck. Like, fans <laughs> on side, like all this like it was crazy and then I knocked down a three uh I actually missed my first shot and then made my second shot and then like right when I made that it was like like boom like I just felt normal like I felt like I belonged out there um I think I played like 12-15 minutes that game uh it was a close game we ended up losing by a few points uh being under man foul trouble at the end but uh played really well uh so that was kind of like the moment like I'll never really forget uh, when I, we got it back in the locker room, my phone was just 
like blowing up, like buzzing Instagram, Twitter, text messages, phone calls, uh, Snapchat, like it was just going crazy. So that was kind of my, one of my first crazy memories over there playing basketball. That's awesome. That, that has to be like that, that feeling has to be absolutely just amazing to get in and then just to knock down that three pointer, kind of like get those nerves, but like that had to been just like amazing just within like the first four or five minutes that you played. For sure. For sure. It was, it was definitely, it was like a dream come true. It felt like I was in a movie. That's, that, that's so sweet though. That's awesome. Um, so we go into your senior season. So how, like, what was the off season like going into your senior season? What was your, you know, was the workouts more intense? Did you work out with the team? Did you guys have like more team practices together? Or? Yeah. So the off season, so right when the season ended, we, we brought in a couple of recruits and, uh, I was playing very well. Uh, I, one of my teammates, Ike Ray, so I pretty much, I, defense was like my biggest thing. I was like, I want to become one of the best defenders on the team. Like I want to, I, I can shoot very well, but I like, I want to play this year. I want to become a great defender. So, uh, I pick like the most athletic dude on our team. His name's Ike Raybu. Uh, to this day, we're, we're really close. We're really good friends. Um, and I just, I was like, yo, Ike, uh, I want to literally guard you every single day. Like, I don't even want to play. I don't even want to play offense. Like, I'll just guard you full court. Like, you work on your offense. I just want to play defense on you. I want to get better at defense. So, like, all, like three, four days a week, me and Ike would go to the gym, and I would just guard him full court. Um, I would guard him full court. Like, first week, two weeks, like, he would – he killed me. Like, he got buckets, buckets, buckets. They call me, and I was like, damn, this is crazy. And, like – he, he didn't let up. Like, he was – I told him don't let up at first, and he pushed me. He was like, yo, come on, man, come on. Um, and after that, I kind of got better at it. I started getting more stops. I started getting more comfortable. Um, so that was – we was doing that a lot, and uh, that kind of improved my defense a lot, that when we started open gyms at the end of the year, I started guarding better players. I started kind of playing well. My confidence started growing. And I remember a talk before I came, this, before I came home for the summer – uh, Ernie said that if you kind of keep playing like this, you're gonna you're gonna earn yourself some minutes. You're gonna you're gonna be part of you're gonna contribute to this team. So it kind of just uh, sent me home with like a ton of motivation. I went home. I didn't touch a basketball for the first like two three weeks. Uh, all I did was work out with Tim Manson. I hit the track, worked on my speed, worked on kind of gaining weight. I got up to like 185, feeling good, and then just basketball, 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 like every day the rest of the time just kind of getting my shot back and everything and then uh like that was probably like the hardest i've worked in in a summer in my entire career uh i just put in hours and worked super hard ate super healthy woke up early went to bed early uh and then got to campus in the summer we had a i had a full like summer with the team uh kind of kept it going there uh just worked out as much as I could, worked with the team, worked out with uh, Robert Franks and Malachi, who were the best players then. I always tried to get in the gym with them, uh, just kind of see what they were doing and just, just following their footsteps. And then that was pretty much like the whole summer, how it went. So it was just, it was just a lot of basketball. It was a lot of gaining weight, working on my strength and just kind of being around the players that I thought were, that I wanted to get up to their level. So Wow, that's that's awesome. That's that's intense. It sounds like a really intense summer of working out, but 
the motivation was there because you knew that the minutes were going to be there for if you just kept doing what you're doing. Definitely, definitely. So yeah, it was it was it was a fun summer though. I I got a lot of uh got a lot of work in and uh so yeah, it was a fun summer. I improved a lot. That's that's great. And then so going into your senior year, you know, obviously, um, what was it? You know, what was it like? You know, that's your final year playing basketball. Um, you know, what what's that feeling like? And then what's what's a, like any other memorable moments or games that you had? You played it played in and things that you all always remember in that senior year. Uh, it it didn't really hit me that it was it was my last year at first. It was kind of like I would think about it sometimes. I'd be like, yo, this is this is my last year of college. Like this is crazy. But then it's one of those things like I never thought it would come. Um, I was like, mm, there's no way this season's ever gonna end. Like time doesn't fly that quick. Like I was just enjoying it. I was just having fun. In my last year of college, I worked hard. I stayed in the gym. I uh, all this stuff. I was doing my schoolwork. I was just having fun. Yeah, enjoying um, the ride. <laughs> yeah, enjoying the ride. And then uh, it was just, it was just, it was like, it was just crazy. Like that season, we started out six and zero. We got a new coach from Garfield High School uh, named Ed Haskins, who I like. I used to go to Garfield games and like, dang, I like, I want to play for Ed Haskins. Like, he's a legend. He coached Tony Roten. He coached their team was always winning state. And the year before he got there, so my junior year, Nathan Hale beat them like five times and won the state state championship, national championship, uh, my high school, because uh, Brandon Roy was the coach. The Porter brothers were there. Oh, wow. And I just always talk smack to him. So, like, that, that relationship was awesome. But kind of the best memory of that year was probably winning the Wooden Legacy. Uh, we beat St. Mary's, which was top 25-ranked team, and then we beat uh, – San Diego State in the championship, and that was just that was super surreal. We were uh, we were almost ranked that year, um, and it was just crazy just winning the championship on ESPN with with my team, like with the team we worked so hard for all summer. Uh, so that was just that was a super great memory that year. That's awesome. That's that's got that's a great feeling. And you guys put in the NCAA tournament that year. We didn't. So it was kind of crazy. We started out six and zero. We were about to be ranked. Joe Lenardi was like, they're they're almost ranked 25th. They got to win one more game, and then just after that, just kind of, I don't know if we got cocky or what, but we lost two in a row and just could never really recover after that. It was it was, was kind of sad. And then Pac-12 came, and the conference was so good that we just kind of we didn't do very well. We went against I think Lonzo Ball was there, Markel Fultz. Uh, there was just a bunch of NBA players in that conference, so it was just uh, we kind of could never really recover, and kind of ended up ended up having not a very good year after starting out six and zero. Ah, that's tough. That's tough. But that's that's those are great experiences, though. I mean, you get to win a championship with your team, beating San Diego State, and just uh-huh. your grit and your grind is unbelievable, man. The, the work work your butt off, your ass off, I'll say, and to get to where you are is awesome. Definitely, yeah, I appreciate it. I mean, like a six six one uh, white kid that parents are from Russia. Uh, no one, no one really thought that I'll play Division One. Whenever I kind of told people that was my goal, people laughed at me. So it was, it was one of those things that I, I always wanted to get there, and I just worked my butt off to do that. That yeah, that's amazing, and that's that's the grit, that's the grind that I, I like. You know, I like I have guys on here who tell their stories, and everyone has a different story. And, 
your story is amazing. To, to make a Division One school team, and it's that's no joke, especially a Pitt right. Pac-12 team. Absolutely, absolutely. So now, what are you up to nowadays? Are you um, you working in basketball, or what do you what are you up to um, after your post career? What what's your aspiring? I know I mentioned in the beginning of the show aspiring to be a head coach. What's what are your goals now? What are you working on? Yeah, so after after college, I kind of flirted with the with the idea about going overseas, and I kind of had a talk with the people, and they were like, "You can you can go overseas, like you can play, like uh, you won't make a lot of money, obviously overseas, but I mean you have other passions." I started coaching when I was 12 years old. Oh wow! Uh, I was on like uh, I was on uh, Como for News. I had some stuff when I was 12 years old, so it was like one of those things. They were like, "You're more of a coach than a player." Um, Ernie Kent was always like you're one of the smartest people I've been around for your age in basketball. So it was like one of those things that I wanted to start my career, my future career young. Um, yeah. So that's what I decided to end up doing. It was tough. Like I still miss playing basketball to this day. Um, but I, I started young. I, I did an internship with Donald Watts, who's the son of uh, Seattle Sonics legend Slick Watts. Um, oh, wow. I finished out my degree. And then I started coaching at Bellevue High School. I uh, started training kids, and then uh, I was started training uh, my teammate, Robert Franks, um, mm-hmm. when he ended up coming back from the NBA draft. Um, and that led to me kind of being part of this NBA pre-draft process. And then um, he actually heads to Charlotte, uh, Charlotte Hornets, where he decided two-way to on Sunday. And I've been working with him just all summer. Uh, That's since awesome. Pre-draft. I've been working with Robert Franks a lot, and then I kind of grew my own little uh, training business. Uh, I went to Japan and ran a few clinics in Japan um, this past uh, couple months ago. Uh, and then I've just kind of been all around basketball. Uh, I decided to uh, get my master's degree and be a graduate assistant at Seattle University. Um, so that's what I'm. That's what kind of where I'm at right now. I'm, I've been GAing at Seattle U and kind of just training, just kind of connecting networking just just trying to build my uh network because uh something i like to say is uh your network is your net worth so somebody told me that actually so uh that's something i just want to build my network build these relationships in the business and uh see where it takes me uh there's a lot of there's a lot of different things that interest me agencies coaching player development so uh as long as i'm in the sports industry i'm gonna be happy and uh, i just want to go as far as i can go so that's awesome, man. Great for you. That's that's a great career. You know, um, and that's awesome that you worked with someone that's now playing in the NBA. That you got you trained with them and worked out with them and got them where they need to be. Absolutely. Yeah, I've been I've been blessed to be kind of just kind of be be with him through his process and I've learned so much through his process and uh kind of made me a better person, made me a better has taught me a lot about player development, has taught me about a lot about coaching and kind of uh created a relationship between me and Robert Franks that kind of like a brother relationship where now uh, he looks at me as, as his trainer. So now I can kind of, I can put the friend, the friendship aside and kind of be real with him and help him kind of reach his dreams and uh, hopefully sign, sign another NBA contract after his two way year is over this year. Yeah, that'd be great. That'd be great for you too. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, I hope so. And, uh, but yeah, it's been, it being, being around him has been awesome. So seeing his successes has been great. 
That's awesome. That then that must be uh, great for your motivation and your confidence and work getting someone there to help them out and hopefully you can build upon that. Uh, like net, like you said, your network is your net worth. <laughs> exactly, exactly. I also I also went up to a, a Pullman a couple of times last year and ran some basketball clinics out there for the kids out there because they uh, something I realized out there was that they just there was like no basketball trainers out there. There's nobody that really that really liked. Like in Seattle, there's you can find a basketball tra- there's like ten basketball trainers like anywhere you look, um, and Pullman doesn't have that. So uh, I went back there two times and kind of ran a couple basketball clinics for the kids and, uh, and did some stuff just kind of bringing the community together. So that's also something that that I did a couple times this past year. That's that's great too because that I you know that you I mean you're obviously a great person for volunteering your time and you know getting kids involved out there and getting the community involved that that that's that's a lot that's big absolutely absolutely appreciate that yeah no problem all right so i have one last question here and then we'll wrap it up so you went to washington state university i'm assuming you're a washington state uh university football fan absolutely Hell yeah, we- i love that yeah love them. <laughs> Oh, great. So now when college football started on Saturday, what do you think Mike, Le- Mike Leach does with this team this year, and where do you, how far do you think they can go? Uh, I think they're going to win the Pac-12 championship. Uh, I think they're the best team in the Pac-12. Uh, I'm super happy about uh, Anthony Gordon getting the, court, uh, getting the starting quarterback job. Uh, he was one of my buddies at Washington State, so I'm super stoked about that and watching him play, and I think, I think they're going to win win this weekend by a lot and then i think they're just going to kind of keep beating everyone i hope they they get the apple cup win this year uh i was at the game last year and i think it was, if it wasn't snowing they would have won but uh that's just me no there's that's just some bias but uh i think they'll win the pac championship this year um huge fan of mike leach huge fan of uh kind of their whole team and how they play that air raid offense so i'm super excited about that yeah, that's. I think they. He's done a great. Mike Leach has done a great job of that team, and you know, I think you know, last year they were pretty much right in it, and he, I think they're going to be a good team again this year. Yeah, absolutely. They were, they were super fun to watch last year. I went to a few games uh, when I visited, and there's not, there's nothing like, like if you ask any Coug, uh, there's nothing like Saturdays for Cougs, like especially when they're in Pullman, uh, best time of the year by far. Uh, only coos will really understand how how awesome Saturdays are and uh, how much fun they are. So I'm I'm super excited that it's it's that time of the year again. Oh yeah, me too. I, I'm excited. I'm I'm definitely excited. It's nice to have like like call it the dog days of summer is over with and we're back to football. Yeah, exactly, exactly. It was it was kind of the worst the worst time of the year for me is when it's full swing uh, baseball season. Yeah, um, I'm a. I'm a little bit of a baseball fan, but uh, I don't really like it when there's no football and no basketball on TV. Yeah, same here. I'm I'm a big uh, I'm a big football basketball fan, but you know, like I always call golf nap season because those like golf you throw it on, you open up the windows and you just crack open the windows and throw golf on. You take a nap, you don't miss much. <laughs> exactly, exactly. <laughs> All right, well, Stephen, I really appreciate you coming on and. Uh, give me some time to talk about your career. Um, man, I, I really loved your story and everything that you have. You're just a grit and a grinder, and it sounds like you're on the right track to go to where you want to be, and you're a hard worker, man. I love it. Absolutely. I, I appreciate you having me on the show. It was, 
it was a blast and thank you for kind of letting me tell my story a little bit yeah definitely and you know uh i would love to have you on once uh and you know we could do we can catch up again and maybe in a couple of months and when basketball starts we can talk some washington state basketball definitely absolutely and yeah i hope everybody's ready for for the Cougs this year, kind of got a new coach and stuff. I think they're going to be pretty good. All right. So we'll see how they do. Absolutely. Thanks so much again. All right, Stephen, have a good rest of your night. You too. Appreciate it. Yeah, no problem. Thank you. All right. That was the episode with Stephen Spray Reagan. I hope you guys enjoyed that one. I really enjoyed his story about the grit and grind to get to where he had to be as a Division One player and playing for Washington State University, how hard he worked and how much work he put into the game of basketball, and now it is paying off for him as he is training with someone that has made the NBA, which is one of his best friends, Robert Franks. I think I think Steven's a great example of what hard work and dedication is and where it can take you, and you just don't have to go pro to be somewhere in basketball in your life, and um, I think his story is a great one for all you listeners out there. And I hope you guys enjoyed it. Uh, for next week, it will be a two-part episode uh, starting on Tuesday and also on Thursday. It will be Henry French. Awesome interview with Henry. Great speaking with him and about his college basketball career and how he got to where he is and how he played professional basketball. Awesome interview with Henry. I hope you guys have a good rest of your night and weekend. Mm-hmm.